This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley, Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. Jake Bockoven. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Shake him low, shake him down. Yeah. We back. We back. We back. Welcome to the ticket, 93.7. I'm the black shirt, Terrell Falling. I'm with Bach. Yeah, we still waiting on the captain, so we don't know. Me and Bach just going to rock it solo today, Bach. That's right. What else you got, Bach? Give me some of your, your thoughts, your, your, your little cheat sheet you got over there. For me. <laughs> yeah, I've got plenty to talk about. Uh, let's, let's continue the conversation with the quarterbacks uh, here in a second. But I did want to get to this because uh, this was more audio from Matt Rule the other day. And I saw this according to On3 during the 45-day winter window. 1,325 FBS scholarship players entered the transfer portal. Um, now the, the the question is, what will happen with the spring window, which opens Saturday? Uh, the, so, so the transfer window opens Saturday. So when we're talking about um, maybe waiting till the end of spring or, or, or giving a few guys a chance here before the spring game, we could see some departures here as soon as Saturday. Uh, here is uh, Matt Rule talking about the transfer window. Uh, uh, I hadn't really, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about things like that because they don't ask me my opinion. If, if they ask me, I, I have a lot to say. Um, probably I would prefer it was after our spring ball, you know, um, so that, you know, guys would have some time to really make a, a very serious, you know, conversation. Like we'll meet with every player on the team the week after spring ball and just talk about, you know, how everything went and give them a, you know, kind of an opportunity to speak on their front. So we'll try to have really good conversations. I don't want them to feel rushed, you know, to do that. So. But, you know, if it was up to me, we'd be playing the spring game probably a week later. <laughs> so, um, you know, then I'd have that same issue. So I, I, I don't I don't know, to be honest with you. Well, there you go. You heard a little bit, though, of, of what the plan is. Sounds like a week after the spring game, they're going to meet like meet with folks and probably tell them what's uh, what's up. I don't like <laughs> I, 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 I don't like it. And I don't like the, how, the way we're doing things because it it makes it look too much like the NFL, man. And. and it's just I, I just feel sorry for these kids that signed these scholarships and, and the, like the 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 four year institution supposed to honor these this, these things for kids. Like when I went to school, we, we never thought about transferring. I mean, you got to honor your scholarship. I mean, even the school, even if you stop playing, they still got to honor you go, to go to school because that's what you signed up for is a, a four year education. You, you didn't sign up for four years of football. You signed up for education first. Cause you gotta have the right grades to get in here. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the right GPA to get in here, and you gotta maintain that also while playing football. And it, and it just make it looks too much like, like like somebody got to try out every year. I'm not. I tell you, first of all, I'm not gonna try out for a football team every year. You know, once I solidify my my position, it's just the way I feel. I I, I feel like I shouldn't have to go every year out here and prove prove. Bang my body up at the same time, cause 
just just cause. Yeah, and and there's certainly some guys, and and you would have fall, fallen in that category where you would have been safe if they had done this in '96 or whatever, um, because of, of of how you played. And, and there's some guys on the team that you know, I I know no no starters are given their spots yet, but we know that there are some, um, you know, like Quentin Newsom. I don't I, I don't expect him to go anywhere. I think he's going to be a you know a big time player on this team. So I mean, there's certain guys that have that have that uh, probably comfort at this point. Um, you know, guys that are playing with the number one team right now probably know it's that's not going to drop them to the point of, of potentially having that awkward conversation here in a couple weeks. Um, but it it is it is interesting, um, and especially with that transfer window opening, and and to hear that his his preference is for hopefully hopefully they wait till after spring ball. So um, you know, and 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 I'm not I'm not. I'm not questioning what he says, but of course, with this, um, you have to be very, uh, you have to be very careful about what you say publicly, right? Because, like you said, this is not the best look institutionally, um, but it is something that if you ask a guy, if and, and, and this is what you ask Matt Rule to do again, Matt Rule doesn't come in with a resume of a, a national title and eleven win seasons. He's nope. a he's a program rebuilder. Nope. So you hired a program rebuilder, and and he came in and said, "This is how I see the need to to rebuild the program." And so again, I don't think this is going to be a year to year thing, but uh, for this year, it is it, it it's it's a little bit odd. Well, I don't know. It's just a program builder. I'm, I just, I just want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, I want to win. I want to be irrelevant to the world again. I mean, not just six and six, not just seven and five. I want to go like eleven and two, ten and four. You know, nine and three. You yeah. know, just, you got to start off slowly. I know we're not gonna be able to jump up there right away and say eleven and two. I'm not gonna. Not never gonna say that again. But you know, I, I expect them to compete this year. I expect them to. With the talent we have, with the starters we have returning, with the players we still have on this team, probably seven and five. You yeah. know, not 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 a bad fact. But did now, now Chase B said, did you see the quotes from the wide receiver coaches, wide receiver coach yesterday? He looked so happy being at Nebraska. Did you see anything about that? Uh, yeah, the, he was a big talking point yesterday, and I know he spoke to the media, um, Garrett McGuire, uh, and it's 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 kind of funny because I don't know if you heard <laughs> too much about it, but uh, Matt Rule was even saying, uh, you know, that the questions have coming up about him in in recruiting, and uh, it's mostly because of. of People here in Nebraska are pretty much media members uh, questioning his age and, and stuff like that. But I mean, that's that's you gotta you gotta have tough skin if, if you're gonna do this. You can't just yeah. um, you know yeah. you have to understand if you're if you're 24 years old, um, those questions are gonna come along with it. And, and Matt Rule said once he gets a few guys to the NFL and you know can kind of build that resume, um, then the questions will go away. And, and certainly that'll be the case. But that's 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 got to happen, uh, you know, first. And so this is kind of his first big, uh, big position job, obviously, in college football, worked in the NFL, as they said uh, yesterday, a little bit and, and had the respect of those NFL guys. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens out of it. But I think the other thing in, in that's, you know, maybe less so as it moves on, uh, as we move on, I should say, into uh, you know, further into this this deal, and, and we know Mickey's not there, but I, I think that was part of the unrest from Nebraska fans too. Is not only is this guy young, um, he's basically replacing somebody who we thought we would have in Mickey Joseph, who you know has not just experience, but has like two of the top receivers in in college football a few years ago, now in the NFL. So 
you know, I think that that uh, comparison hopefully will will drop off as we move on. But I, I think that that was part of the whoa. You went from probably one of the best receiver coaches in the nation to a guy that still has to kind of make his name. Still, guy who's got no hair up under his own pants. So, <laughs> so, uh, well, we 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 know from the get go that he's not a a Mickey Joseph, and and and, and that's the. And, and I and I still question that higher, but it, that's not my job to question it. But you know, just just the age. You know, if you if you, it's not all about relating to the kids because you got to have tough love. You know, you can't be you can't be your player's buddy. You know, and that's one thing he got to get that out of the way. We're not buddies. I'm your coach. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I learned that from Coach Bold, man, because Coach Bold came in real strict, and he was. He always gave it to me so much, and I mm. and I and I questioned myself like, it, it, do do I play that bad, or is or is he just riding me trying to get me better, you know? And I found out years after that he rode me to get me better mm. because he seen the potential. He said you could be so much better than you are if you just take the time to learn it, and that's one of the things because I had to learn on the run. I had to learn every each each game was a learning process for me and it took me like six and I understand why they didn't start me to like the sixth game of the season because it took me like six games to get right but it's one thing this young guy got to know is that if if you don't produce at Nebraska they will come for your head oh yeah and 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 coach rule better learn this too because this isn't Baylor this is the temple this is Nebraska there's a microscope on it they love you one day and they'll hate you the next day. <laughs> That's right. So get it right and get it early. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll hope to see that. And, of course, before we were uh, – we kind of uh, shifted off in that conversation, you mentioned uh, the quarterbacks. And, and uh, Matt Rule actually talked about the quarterback room the other day. He was asked, how do you feel the quarterbacks have improved since the start of spring? Well, they've gotten a lot better. They've done a really nice job. That that scrimmage, that Saturday live scrimmage, really helped them, I think. And since then, you know, we've mixed, we mixed a live day in last week where they were live down the red zone. Um, but I think that that's really helping our, our quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, just the re- repetition of, you know, again, when you're trying to get four quarterbacks ready, that's tough. So that re- the repetition and the way we're practicing, always having at least two, sometimes three drills going at once to, you know, kind of the blueprint that Coach Osborne laid out. You know, we're trying to maximize that so that, you know, they're getting a ton of reps. I'd love just about every part of that quote because you heard a little bit there of what you what we were talking about earlier with tackling where, um, you know, is it just scrimmages? And he, he mentioned, okay, well, we missed a little bit of live action there in the red zone. So situationally, uh, they're hitting a little bit there too. Uh, and then obviously uh, any nod to Coach Osborne's great. And, and it's not just the – uh, the coach Osborne mentioned it's the fact that those guys are getting work simultaneously. There's not, you know, you're not sitting on the sideline waiting for your turn. Um, and you know, in, in, in this quarterback battle. And, and so, you know, those, you know, those younger guys are developing and they needed that to be quite honest. They do. They still need that. Um, as we talk about this quarterback race, I, 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 I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, I want to see a third guy enter Who's the mix top three but, right now. Well, the top two, my point there was the top two are just solidified. It's, you know, Casey Thompson is not throwing right now, but he's got to be in the mix, and Jeff Sims has got to be in the mix just because they've got multiple years of starting experience. If you had a third, who would you who would you go with right now? If, you, yeah. if, if we said we need three quarterbacks right now, Bach, who would you take? Well, I mean, I just obviously haven't seen too much of those guys. They're, they're, you, talk, you hear about promise for Torres and, and Harburg. Um from the guys I've seen, 
Purdy in 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 Smothers. I know oh. Smothers is out now. Yeah, doesn't feel great. I do think Smothers with this offense will return um, to uh, you know it fits him a little bit better. Um, the Scott Frost offense that they ran against Iowa a couple years ago that fit him better. The the kind of sling it around offense that Mark Whipple wanted to run that's not his game style. So you know at this point just in, in experience I would think that he would be right up there for third. Um, but I, I know that's not the answer people want to hear because they've seen him, they've seen Chuba, and, they, and you know, without vast uh, improvement, those guys aren't Big Ten ready to start. Chuba, no, no. Who would be your third? Uh, Richard Torres. Yeah, big, ar- good, good army here. I, I, I Less mobile than some of the other guys. You don't. This is the thing. The best quarterbacks don't have to be runners. Look at C.J. Stroud last year for Ohio State. Do you, you, do you, have you ever seen him run? Not as much. Did a little bit against he's like, Georgia. He's like a Casey. Yeah. But if the opportunity knocks, Casey would run. I'm not saying that Casey sit back there and be a crash dummy again, but Casey do need to take off a little bit more. I'm not saying 30 times a game. I'm not even saying 20 times. At least 10 times a game, he need to make a better decision of, of running. It. But if you're – like, I get what you're saying, and it depends on what offense you're looking at, but if you – like. Talking to Eric Crouch kind of reminds you of Nebraska's option offense. When you were recruiting a quarterback, it wasn't, well, he's going to take a few hits here. And you needed to have the mentality that he's going to run people over or he's going to take hits. He's going to take hits downfield, run 10 yards, and pitch the ball and not get credit for it and take a huge hit just to pitch it. I yeah. mean, so that op- I understand the option offense is a little bit different, but I think if you are installing an attitude, installing what your program is going to be, and you want the you you want the opposing defense um, not to have occasionally a thought that Casey might scramble for seven yards if they leave it open, but you rather want them to the defense to constantly be thinking this running back, this quarterback could run. Um, you know, and if you have a Jeff Sims that's willing to go into a game thinking I'm going to get tackled in the ground game, 12, 15 times a game, if that's what you feel works best in the Big Ten. Then that's what, then and and you don't see that much of a discrepancy between the the arms of of Casey Thompson and Jeff Sims. Then then Sims will probably get the nod. And and so I I get what you're saying. Just play the best quarterback. Um, but I, I at the same time, um, you know that running threat. It's it's very real, and it it, it doesn't have to be a surprise. It could be part of the game plan. Let me tell you something. We got we got we got four running backs, Bob. We don't need a fullback. Go in shotgun, get your two backs on the side of the quarterback, one on the right side, one on the left side. Let's say Anthony Grant and A.J. AJ, um, AJ Allen. Yep. You get them two. They flare out. And then you get the other three to run their routes. I mean, you drop back. If you don't see nothing, then you run. Like I'm saying, I, I'm not knocking Jeff Sims or anybody like that, but this is the Big Ten. You will get knocked out trying to run. Adrian Martinez, mm-hmm. what happened? Yeah, he got beat up. Tommy Fraser, Tommy Armstrong. They didn't win. Well, Tommy did did all right. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. but okay, well, record wise. Well, he did. He won nine games, like three out of his uh, four years uh, okay, starting. Okay, but that that was good. That was, yeah. good. and that's what we need. But we don't need a running quarterback like that. Not in yeah. the big, not in the heart of the Big Ten. 
See, I, I mean, I, I, I disagree. I, I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see the running element brought back. Um, I think it works better for college maybe than pro, because in pro, you're, you're, um, it, I mean, it works, but in shorter stints, we're kind of seeing with Lamar Jackson that sort of thing, the concern about lo- longevity. But with a college quarterback, you've got him for four years. You're not going to get more than that unless COVID hits again, sure. uh, or, or five years with a red shirt. So you don't have this long term millions of dollars wrapped up. Here's in, my question. Damn. Here's my question. Here's my question. Here's my question. You say you want a running quarterback. Dylan Riola's not a running quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that is the, that's mm. part of the interest, right? Yeah. So, mm. I mean, the, the quarter – but that's – to my point is that that quarterback has to be – So, you mean to tell me you're going to – So much you, better. You're going to run an RPO offense for one year. And just let's say we do get – to get Riola, then what you gonna go to pro a, a pro pass a pro style offense now? Well, it might. I mean, I think it's gonna be a bit of a flip floppers, <laughs> a little bit of flip flip floppers. <laughs> but but to my point, if you're gonna have a a, a standalone, um, you know, a guy that's significant, like we're saying, I mean, it, Dylan, similar to Casey Canron, not that's not necessarily his his go to. Um, their arm ha- their arm has to be that much better that they can make up for what they lack in a threat in the run game that defense has to attest to with their arm talent. Yeah, whatever, Bach. I just don't <laughs> I just don't I just don't see us trying to be a run heavy with the quarterback. Well, listen, Nebraska went to went and it, when they went away from the option, and I'll argue this for for as long as I've I've been around here, they went away to the option to look for an NFL quarterback. Since then, an NFL quarterback that's less running, obviously. Option is, is, is 90%, whatever, running. And since then, they've had one quarterback drafted, and he was probably the worst college quarterback that we've had in Tanner Lee. Okay. So, I mean, you, you they can search for their NFL quarterback. They can continue the search for 20 more years. You still might not get a guy drafted. I, I'm not even saying of uh, an uh, NFL quarterback. Here's my take. I feel like Nebraska football is so behind college football that – we need to catch up and, and run the offenses that these other teams are running. Mm-hmm. Not not like copycat, nor we need to get our true identity, which is like there's no more option football for Nebraska. That 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 is out of the picture. You know, you, you can say you can go back to the old style. They're not going to run the option. No, okay? not, not completely. Yeah. So, but we need to catch up with college football. In, in every aspect, defense-wise, three-three-five might be a great defense. We'll see. Yeah, it, it's it, kind of a new wrinkle in college yeah. football. So if you're talking about catching up or being a, but, but do you think it'll work in a powerful Big Ten? We'll see. That's the thing. Now, yeah, we just got to see. I'm, I just wish we could get on the level as other teams instead of being the the laughing stock we've been for like the last eight years. Yeah, and, and that depends what, what you're looking for. I love the fact that they're kind of embracing the Big Ten West, the fullbacks, the two tight end sets. Um, I don't think they'll ever be able to out uh, Ohio State, Ohio State, uh, what Ohio State does offensively, uh, unless they could get an absolute equalizer That's quarterback, so if which you, you get can't D- consistently. Date, if you get Dylan Riola, you're going to have to go to that Ohio State-style offense, that Georgia-style offense, that every kind of different style of TCU offense. 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think it'll. I think it will evolve. Uh, obviously, it always does, depending on what quarterback you have, and it will depend this year. I mean, we we can talk about when D Dylan Raiola comes around, but again, if Casey does win the starting job, which I think is still a very real possibility, I give the uh, the the lean toward Jeff Sims. Um, but it still could be Casey, and I, and I and I even think. You know, if you can convince them both to stay, because they both are starting caliber quarterbacks, um, so if they, if they kind of get the nod of who's who's going to get the starting job, uh, they might use the spring window to, to transfer. But if you get them both to stay, I think you'll see both of them. I mean, they're just both you know that talented, and I don't know at least this far into their careers if there's that now big look, of a separation. Hey, Byron, I'm gonna answer your question when we come back on break. He says a running quarterback is just an element rule of just everywhere he goes. Do your research. Do you know who Dylan Raul is? He's not a running quarterback. Do your research. <laughs> All right, we'll be back here on The Captain in just a few minutes on 93.7 The Ticket.